Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim. Tim. Shay? Shay, correct. Tim Shay. Tim Shay and I had a date yesterday, everybody. We went to fourth base after the show and watched some of the Brewer game. How was that for you? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Good food. Good food. Good great. Drinks. Great company. Company. Great company. With my guy Tim Shea. We uh, got to the establishment to watch Brewers Rays. They had a day game yesterday. No, a morning. A morning. morning game. A morning game. Now, my intention was that I was going to go to the restaurant with you and watch the whole game. And then, uh, you know, like the fourth inning after we had you eaten the at me. food, I've got, I got I got tired. I need to go home. I, I needed to go home. Dude, fourth base is so good, but it knocks me out. Yeah. I, I definitely see it now. It knocks me out. Yeah. So I took a nap. I went home and took a nap. I watched the game while napping, which is an interesting experience because I always, like, wake up at key moments. Every time I take a nap during a game, I always wake up in the ninth inning, like when Hater's in there to shut it down. I always wake up at that point. It's uncanny. I don't know what it is. My body knows. Maybe I'm sort of listening. I don't know. The other time I woke up was when Brad Boxberger was pitching, and I know that because I did a wiki search. You know, sometimes I look at these guys and I'm like, I could have had a Brad Boxberger life. You know, he just looks like a normal guy. And so then I look at his life and see what it was like and what he's doing. And I mean, all these guys are tremendously athletic and great at what they do. And obviously that's far-fetched, but 
I was in a weird state. I was I was napping. So you got to forgive me. But the Brewers get a big win again against the Rays. This is a team that normally when interleague opponents, when National League opponents come to Tampa, they do not win. They do not win for whatever reason. It's a interesting ballpark. It's a weird ballpark. You saw that on a couple of different instances yesterday. Uh, Luis Urias' home run, you know that that's when you saw it right away. That did not clear the fence. And these guys, I mean, they're pretty outspoken about it. They don't like playing there. Visiting opponents, Brewers included, don't like playing there. Uh, Willie Adamas doesn't like playing there. He didn't like playing there when he played there. No, he didn't like playing there. As soon as he got traded here, he talked about, you know, I just I didn't like the lighting Couldn't there. see the ball. Yeah, I think that what you saw on Tuesday night with Jace Peterson where he was sliding in foul territory, but then... His knee, I don't know how he was okay from that. I, I thought that was a torn ACL. That thing the way that his like, knee yes. stabbed the pitcher's mound <laughs> that was on the side. You know, a lot of a lot of these stadiums used to have the bullpens on the field, which, why? I mean, it took the Cubs forever. At least they got smart. Yeah, what'd you say? It's now it's now the, the A's, second. Yeah, A's and the Rays. And Rays. Two. Oh, it's just... It's, I mean, it's, it's terrible. How do you throw a bullpen when you could get drilled by a foul ball at any time? The one that gets me is how they measure home runs. If it hits one of those beams or catwalks. Yeah. How, how, I, yeah. Like Luis Urias popped yeah. basically, well, it was, it would have been a home run. Yeah. It was a home run. It was, it was a, it was a definite home run. They were saying on TV, they, they measured it at like, 420 something. Yeah. 424. And Rock was saying, how can you measure that? That that was a bomb. Well, I, I don't know what the I, math is. I, I don't know either. It's just, it's, it's, inter- it would be interesting to be that guy. You'd be like, eh, I'm going to guess 424. Here's the uh, Urias home run because he watches it and it never leaves the ballpark, but he took off four bases. Urias with a fly ball out to left center. That is well struck, headed towards the gap, and it is gone. That one hit off the C-ring, and Luis Urias has hit a two-run home run to put the Brewers out in front. As if we just didn't talk about that. My goodness. Right off the C-ring and gone, another two-run home run for Luis Urias. Frank Thomas has nothing on Luis Urias. Yeah, they had just been talking about biggest shots at uh, the Trop, and you know when it hits those rings, there's different rings. Yep, A and B are in play. Okay, C and D are home runs, and the rings are the catwalks. Correct. It's yeah. like just imagine four circles all together, and the more s- spread out they are, the bigger they get. Yeah, which I don't. I mean, uh, and why what are, what's on those? For the That's a great question. Yeah, should have we should have asked your dad about that. Oh, I don't know how much my so my dad. I should have prepped him and said, yeah. "Dad, look up, take pictures of like, the C rings." Yes, yeah. My dad was on the show yesterday as he went to the game, and so we broke down the trap for thirty minutes. Well, we broke down the trap for twenty, and then for ten minutes we talked about why he doesn't like golf because my grandpa was too hard on him, and that was a real moment of family discovery yesterday. A real, real big moment. Rowdy Telez with not one, but two homers yesterday. Swinging a high fly, deep right field. It is back. It is 
the top of the catwalk and gone. We've got another catwalk shot for Rowdy Telez. Harold Ramirez kept waiting for that ball to come down. It was off the catwalk and out of here, and the Brewers have the lead. Oh, a couple of high, towering home runs for the Brewers, one by Urias, and now Rowdy Telez with yet another multiple home run game. So obviously, they're home runs if they hit the certain catwalk, because if the catwalk wasn't there, they would be home runs. It's not like some fair carnival game where if you hit the bullseye, you get awarded an extra base. That's not that's not the case. Sophia after, uh, afterwards was talking with Telez, and he just flat out said, "Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like playing here." Coming over from Toronto, you've played a lot here. Did that help seeing the ball here at the Trop? Uh, I don't like playing here. Uh, I think it's hard to see the ball here, but. Uh, you know, I was able to put two good swings on some pitches that were in the middle of the zone. So uh, I think it was just where the locations were more than anything. So we talked about yesterday, you know, there's different quirks to different stadiums. Some that uh, happen over time. You know, the just the walls being different in different stadiums. The Not every center field's the same. Some have little, like even at Miller Park, there's a little like, you know, it like goes out and comes back in. Not every place is like that. Fenway's got the big wall. The Astros have a big wall, essentially, as well. And when they're when they're quirks that are like kind of natural, you know, it's built this way because of where it was in the neighborhood or stuff like that. I, I like that about baseball. I like that everything's a little bit different. Now, when they're forced, like we talked about yesterday, that the Astros built a hill in center field and then stuck a flagpole in the middle which made no sense, but baseball allowed that for like a decade. Everybody's favorite commissioner, Bud Selig, just thought that that was fine. If I'm commissioner, I'm like, could you? Hey, no. Can you imagine like a hill in Miller Park? That'd be so stupid. <laughs> Jim Edmonds did make a very good catch, though. We, we would get on that hill. We would get ridiculed all the time. Oh, my God, yes. We get made fun of. People would say, I mean, we're already they come to uh, – Miller Park and ESPN comes here and spends five innings on the slide. I think that that's the greatest thing of all time. The Bernie slide. That's not even, that's not, it's not anything. It's not in play, but you have that hill, man. So dumb, but the traps is kind of a different animal because there's so many quirks and it's a weird lighted facility. And it's just, it's, I don't understand how it was even built for baseball. I did hear they light the roof now blue or a, sh- a, a shade of blue. To so look the, like the sky? Yeah, so the ball doesn't get lost. Yeah, because with the white roof, the yep. ball goes up. Yep. Where's the ball? Yep. So if you watch a replay, because I am like, no, they didn't. If you watch a replay or look at a picture, their their roof is like they have lights coming out at the beginning where the roof starts to come up. On the edge. It's crazy. I just don't understand why this place was even built in it the was first place. Built for like it wasn't even built for baseball, right? Like No, it was built the stadium built before was, it was built before they even had baseball. Yeah, it was built in nineteen ninety and the Davis Cup was held there in nineteen ninety. What is the Davis Cup? That's men's tennis. 
I was about to say, isn't that some sort of tennis? Yeah, the Davis Cup is the premier international team event in men's tennis. All right, so then the st- so they built the stadium. They built a multi-purpose stadium to be able to do stuff. So they built the stadium. It was originally, oh, here we go. It was originally built as an effort to entice the Chicago White Sox to relocate if a new ballpark was not built for the aging Comiskey Park. So they built the trap to try to get the White Sox. And then that didn't work. So then they used it for other stuff. Then in 93, they tried to get a team, but teams went instead to the uh, Miami Marlins and the Colorado Rockies. And then they used it for, like, teams threatening to move. The Giants threatened to move. The Mariners threatened to move. Then the Arena League was played. And then finally the Tropicana Field was held for the uh, the Rays. But it's just it's, so, it's such a – I mean, I don't even know why you would build it. Now, yesterday they had this big announcement. I, the mayor did. Yeah. He's like, hey, we're going to look at new – we're going to look at new, a new building, but there was nothing else to it. He's new just locations. like, he basically just said, we're starting over with all of our plans. We still want to build right here in St. Pete, but we want a new, I, I mean, I just don't, it sucks. Because, it doesn't even suck because the stadium's bad. It sucks because the Rays have been so good and nobody goes. So baseball wants to expand. Manfred wants to get the 32 teams. He talked about this week. If they're going to get the 32 teams, well, what's going on in Oakland? But also, you got to fix this Rays thing, because I don't. It's not. It's not the stadium that's keeping people away, because they're only averaging what 15,000. Not not even. Not even. And when even when they they have winners, the World Series games were like not even sold out. So it's not the the stadium's not repelling fans. I don't think. Because if the, if your team's in the World Series, you're gonna go. travel you to it, go. no matter how awkward it is to get there, yep. and no matter how uncomfortable the stadium is, it's just there's not fans. They don't have fans, and they have a winning baseball team for a decade, and they can't figure out how to get fans there, which is a problem. There's just there's not a lot of there's not a lot of people that like the Rays. There's not a lot of Tampa citizens. It's a lot of transplants. You saw a lot of Brewers fans there. And that's the Brewers, Milwaukee. And yeah, you have some people that move from Wisconsin to Florida. And if you have anyone that you know that's doing that, there's a great, hilarious book called Welcome to Florida, WTF. It's written by Greg and Vicki Winkler, and it's available uh, at Amazon and other book retailers. One Couple's Journey, they thought they were going to Florida like Florida, like Vacation Florida. But when you move there, it is a whole different experience. Check it out. Welcome. To Florida. So you have a lot of people like that, but the Yankees draw a bigger crowd because, you know, New York, they move to Florida. Same with Boston. They draw a bigger crowd, and they play them a bunch. Just like Phoenix, when when the Diamondbacks, you know, a lot of people are snowbirds to Arizona or just transplants to Arizona. San Diego is kind of the same way a little bit. They've got They've got a fan base, but there's a lot of, you know, people that come there. California, up and down the coast. And so Tampa just hasn't had a, a good raise contingent. It's not like they can say, well, they're the statewide team. Like the Brewers are 
Brewers are Milwaukee, 414, man. But it's a statewide team, right? Tampa, they're still Miami. So there's that going on. There's just other teams. It's just that they haven't really been able to grasp a true fan market. And on the same token, you have a terrible stadium. So there's two things at play. But the the stadium is is a mess. And maybe that's one of the reasons that they are so good. The Rays. Because nobody can figure out how to play in that stadium. You know, and if, if you're down there playing 81 games... Yeah, you kind of got an advantage. You you can learn to see the ball better when it goes up into the white dome. You can play the foul grounds better, even when there's mounds sitting there. You know? It's just a very interesting stadium. So the Brewers, all their runs yesterday come off the home run. Two of them did not actually get over the fence, but they still counted. Rowdy with two, Urias homers again, and then Jace Peterson, for good measure, in the ninth inning. Brewers... Use the box Devin hater combo to get the save. Boxberger gets credited with the win with that Telez homer. That was a goal ahead homer. And the Brewers now are 44 and 33. The Cardinals lose. So we're a game and a half up at this point. One. Excuse me? One game up. One game up? One game up. One game up? Yep. We were a half game win. In that in between, okay, okay. Uh, why do the standings say a game and a half? Do they really? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I'll take your. You know what? You are. I. 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 I, I I'm apo- right. I apologize. I'm right. You were so quick to correct me, but I, I am right. You know what? You are right. Oh, you are right. I apologize because the, the Cardinals lost. That is my fault. I thought we were, for some reason, I thought we were tied. So we were a half game up. Yep. And then we won. That made us a. I, that made us. Yep. A game I, up. I. I. And I then apologize. they lost. I apologize. I apologize. And that made us a. That is my fault. I forgot that they played on Monday. Up. So that's where that half game comes in. I. That is Bart. I'm owning it. You're owning it. Thank you. You were right. I know. You were right. I know. I just want to make sure everyone knows this. Bart was right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea, my good, good buddy. Do you want to talk more about this game? We'll hear from Craig Council. And then the catch we haven't brought up yet. Jonathan Davis throwing himself into this wall, becoming more than just a footnote now in Brewers history. This guy gets called up when Lorenzo Kane is up and you're like okay who and then he doesn't play a lot and you're like well why is he here and then all of a sudden he's like all right you know I don't know how long I will be here but I'm gonna make a play that you're gonna remember forever as a Brewers fan we'll talk about that here from Craig coming up next 414-799-1250 414-799-1250 you could tweet us 1250 amthefan.com again I'm Bart Winkler that is Tim Shea 
here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Little Counting Crows, Mr. Jones, to bring us back. This was one of my 12 for a penny CDs with the Columbia House. Mm-hmm. So in the 90s, you would get these magazine inserts. In the 90s, there were these things called magazines. But there would be an insert for Columbia House, or there were a couple other ones. But then you could get 12 CDs for a penny, and you would send them a penny, and they'd sell you 12 CDs. But then you like got locked into their program. And I remember getting the 12 CDs, being very excited, and then getting charged more, and I had to have my dad call. I, w- I would have been 10, 11, 12. When would I have done this? Maybe 12. Okay. And then he had to like explain to the people. So like 97? Yeah, 96. 96. He'd be like, my son's an idiot. He didn't know. <laughs> you guys are you guys are manipulating children. I'm trying to think what my CDs were. Two Pearl Jam CDs, 10 in verses, Nirvana Unplugged, Counting Crows, Blues Traveler. Uh, I'd have to, I'd have to go look through my CDs. I still have all my CDs in a CD book. In a book? Yeah. Which, because I have a CD player in my car, so why, why would you I get do? rid of them? Yeah, I have a 2018, and I still have a CD player. How? When did they stop putting them in there? Like, well, I thought like I don't know, 13, 14. Like, I don't have a cassette. <laughs> you put the deck. cassette in, and uh, yeah, I don't have a cassette deck. I don't. I do not have a CD player, and mine's a 2018. 
there was that one uh, period of time where you could hook up your CD Walkman to your car through a cassette. I had one of those. Remember that? Not so that the, long ago. You'd put the cassette in. Yep. And it would have a cord that would connect to the Walkman. Yep. And then you could play the Walkman yep. through the. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like a Bluetooth situation, but. I had uh, that in high school. Yeah, okay. So what? 2002? What was your first car? Mine was an 86 Chevy Celebrity. Oh, gosh. I had this. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, you got to remember your first, I Timmy. I don't. Jeez. It was, it was, it was like long. I had to tell you, like too long. Like a stretch limo? No, it wasn't a stretch limo. It was a, it was like a, a Pinto? A Chevy. Ah, yeah. Chevy. Okay. Chevy, I don't know. It okay. was a Chevy. I remember that. Oh, yeah. God gave Chevy. Yeah. Tim and I had a nice uh, little time yesterday. We went to fourth base on National, not too far from the stadium. We both got the shaved steak sandwich. Delicious. Yeah, they put the provolone on there and melted pretty good. Peppers, onions. Uh, We split a bowl of fries, which was very romantic. (laughs) I enjoyed doing that with you. So we we split some fries. Yep. Fourth base, they are that horseshoe bar from the movie Major League. Which was on last night. Great movie. How timely. Wow. Did you see the scenes that were filmed at fourth I did. base? I did. The bar scene. Everyone pounding on the on the bar. Hope. Were you like I was there? I was like I was I was sitting right there. Wow, yeah. We posted up at the bar yesterday. Oh, that was fun. Had a couple of Miller lights. All right. Good time. I actually had a Sprecher Amber. I was gonna say you did not have a Miller Lite. Yeah, I like I like amber uh-huh. beer. Yeah, and then, uh, but just you know, we uh, casual, casual, very responsible, casual, yeah. casual. I punted my no carb situation for a day with the fries and the steak sandwich because if you're gonna punt it for a while, that's good. And the thing about fourth base that I like is normally when I eat there, I'm so full the rest of the day that I don't need to eat dinner at a light sandwich for dinner last night at maybe 8 30 but it's really good food and it will fill you up and you get the appetizers you can get great dessert we didn't i we should have got dessert we should have split a piece of cake i didn't know they had dessert oh they have tremendous dessert oh now you tell me i know i guess we'll have to go back darn they've got the deli case menu you can check out again the steak sandwiches and steaks and burgers and seafood they've got so many good Seafood options, so check that all out. Serve to order the Horseshoe Bar from the movie Major League, celebrating 45 years now at that spot, Fourth Base Sports Bar and Restaurant. And I like that we sat down, we got there like right as it opened, and then another couple came in. I was very intrigued by that couple. I'm very intrigued by people that like the Brewers – but don't know much about the Brewers. Oh, yeah. You know, that guy was fascinating. Yes. Because he, he sat down and he's wondering if the game we're watching was live, uh-huh. which, you know, you, you go to a bar and you see a Brewer game replayed at 11 in the morning and you might think, oh, it's a replay from, from last night. And we tell him, no, it, it's happening in Tampa. It's live. And then he knows some of the guys, but like Jonathan Davis, he makes that catch. He doesn't 
know him and we have to explain to him what that's about. But then he knows like who's in town next. And he, it's, it's some of these, I, I don't know. There's a lot of fans like that that are like, it's Who we weird. Got? Yeah, it's weird for me. Who are we playing today? Who's it's like that? It's a, it's a part of their it's a part of their life and uh-huh. their appreciation for the city, but they don't they're not as invested, but they care. Like they care, but they're not invested. And there's a lot of people like that and it's just it's just weird. That Davis catch though was was something else. Well, first earlier than that, you had Urias make a catch which they could have challenged but they didn't cuz that one squirted out. But then Jonathan Davis against the wall, a Rose Arena with a home run. It would have been an inside-the-park home run if Davis didn't hang on. He goes right into the wall. I thought it was more of a head-shoulder situation, but he was holding his back. Stayed in throughout the rest of the inning. Eventually, Tyrone Taylor and then Jace Peterson came in. Taylor moved over. P- Peterson came in. But this catch from Davis was incredible. Jonathan Davis headlong into the fence. They're going to say he caught the baseball. Jonathan Davis is down. Randy Arozarena comes in and scores, but now all of the focus is on Jonathan Davis out in center field. My God, what an effort. Unbelievable play by Jonathan Davis. Did he hold on to the baseball? Looks like he did. The second base umpire said it was an out out there on the field. That might be the catch of the year. Yeah, no kidding. In all the baseball. They might not be wrong about that. I mean, that might be he he dove. He basically dove headfirst into the wall and hung on to the ball. With no fear at all. None. I mean, if you're Jonathan Davis, you're 30 years old. This is your chance. Brewers need a center fielder. That means you're done. Stick on this team, man. Stick on this team. So that was that was quite the moment yesterday. From Jonathan Davis. So the Brewers go into Tampa. They pick up the win on Tuesday night. They pick up the win Wednesday morning slash afternoon. Craig Council after. Now that his team is, uh, I believe, a game and a half up in the NL Central, if we're not mistaken. You are correct. All right. Craig Council. How did the uh, the bullpen step up today to help you guys secure this one? Yeah, I mean, they were... They were great again today. Um, four and two thirds, I think, was what we got from them. Um, and just, you know, they had to work hard for it too. So Josh and Devin had to work hard in their innings, and they put up some good at bats. Um, but I thought Yandel and and um, Hobie kind of controlled the middle of the game for us. And, and we've been talking about getting those guys back. Is you know, kind of the goal is to control the middle of the game. Uh, with, with those guys, and they did it again today. How good has Gustave been? How important has that been to kind of like solidify those middle innings since he came back? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, that's going to be the job of Gustave, Hobie, and, and Trevor God. I think those are those guys are are going to be huge in that area. And um, you know, since coming back, they've 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 done a nice job. Hobie's done it all season. Um, but Yandel, you know, getting out of that jam and um, you know, kind of. Putting the game in order where it was a pretty pretty easy to see what we were going to do was was important. To get six homers in two games off of their pitching staff, I mean, what does that say about kind of the approaches that your guys had? Yeah, that's nice. I mean, we got you know I think just Rowdy getting Rowdy hitting some homers for us is 
You know, it's a big key for our offense, and it's it's not going to happen all the time, obviously. But um, he's in a little streak right now where he's hitting some homers, and that that means runs for us. And the guys ahead of him, yeah, he's doing a nice job getting on base. Um, but it was you know Jace's homer in the in the ninth was enormous to to give Josh a little bit of breathing room. Um, you know, Weicho came back after they, um, you know, just to, to give us a lead again. What did you think of Jonathan Davis's catch? Wow, uh, spectacular, um, scary. Those two words, probably, How probably, is he? probably both. He, he's doing good. I mean, I think what you saw is kind of where he's sore right now. He grabbed his, you know, mid back um, along the right side, and that that's where he's sore right now. Um, and we were just a little concerned about that, but he, he's doing pretty good. Um, uh, kind of more precautionary, but he was he was sore, and then he grabbed that spot like immediately. You know, when we, we saw when he made the catch. So um, just being safe there and see how he's doing tomorrow. Yeah, Davis was down for like ten minutes, and there was a cart waiting to carry him off. The whole team gathered in there. I mean, Council was out on the warning track. Everybody's out there trying to figure out what the next move is for Davis, but then he stayed in the game. Yeah. And then they're probably like, eh, I mean, we don't need you to be a hero here. You're Jonathan Davis. Get healthy. Okay. You you made a great catch. Brewers fans that were unfamiliar about you on this team now know you. Good job. You did it. Please get better. We need depth. We need, yeah. And especially <laughs> at this position. This is a position that everyone agrees we need more at even Tyrone Taylor. So don't make it worse. More from council. Off the bat, did you think you had any chance to make that play? Well, I mean, I, he's he's a good center fielder, um, so I, I did think he had a chance. But but where the ball ended up is you know for how hard it was hit for him to get there, and then from put his body and health at risk was was brilliant. I mean, there were great catches, and then there were just things you haven't seen before. Is this in that realm for you? Yeah, it it, it was an incredible catch, and I mean, I th- it was you know scary and spectacular. That's that's those are the two words that come to mind because the when he hit the wall, it was scary. What did you see from Eric today? Um, I mean, I, I thought Eric threw the ball well. Uh, you know, some of his misses, I think, a, a little bit got him in trouble. Um, but you know, we we got a glove on a ball when they got the two runs and he, he made some pitches to pretty much get himself out of that inning. Um, so it, the, the the line probably doesn't look quite as good as I think they were, think it could have. Um, you know, easily could have been looking at, you know, one run there um, if Jace is able to come up with that ball. Just as a whole, what do you think of the way you guys are playing right now, coming out of that, that little funk that you had to... Turn yeah, well, we had two tough games here, and, and a lot of guys stepped up. I think it beat a good baseball team, and last two series, two good baseball teams, and um, that means a lot of guys are doing things well, and I think that's what you see. We got a lot of guys contributing right now, and that's that's how you got to beat good teams. Lauer's line yesterday, four and a third. He gave up six hits, three earned runs, struck out three. Now, for the month of June, I've been talking a lot about these guys and their ERA in the month of June. His June ERA went from 6.94 to 6.83. So an improvement. That's what it will finish in in June. But his season ERA 
He came into this month with a 2.38 ERA. Uh, it's now a 4.02 ERA. And when I was collecting cards growing up, and I didn't have like Wikipedia to tell me, you know, who, you know, you, the back of the baseball card was how you figured out how good these guys were or not. And so for pitchers, anytime I saw a four ERA, I knew that guy sucked. So if I looked at career ERA and if it was over four, I didn't keep it. Anything under four, I kept. So I always look at the four ERA as like, like even three, eight, nine. You kept? Three, eight, nine compared to like four, oh, two looks just incredibly better. Once you get that four in there. Now with batting average back in the day, I think. Well, I think it was 300 that I thought was good. If I'd kept 300 like cards now, I'd be wasting my money. 210. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> is the guy hitting 225? Put that in a case. Get it graded from PSA. Get it in the Hall of Fame. Tony's in Texas, 414-799-1250. Tone? Oh, and counsel put me to sleep there, Bart. And in that time, I had a, a nightmare that the Packers had lost two uh, two games in the playoffs when we had home field. But I, I'm awake right now. Oh. Uh, I hate to tell you. Yeah. That happened. That was more of a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. I actually did have a dream of that of that last night. I had a weird dream. I couldn't I couldn't I can't even place to tell you it. What one one of the pro one of the, I had one of those dreams where I uh was afraid I was gonna be running late somewhere and then I woke up late. <laughs> now it's the work? Yeah, I got here on time. Work wasn't a part of my dream, but I did. I did need to get a little nudge from the wife this morning. Hey oh. She's like, go. well, she's like, honey, honey, and I'm like, no, I, I'm awake. I know, you know, I wasn't. Hey, recapping your Greg Winkler interview. Yeah, my dad the, yesterday. The, the most fascinating thing that came out of that interview for me is he did not know who Andrew McCutcheon was, a guy that's been in the league for how many years? 13, 14 years. Yeah, uh, my dad did not seem to know who Andrew McCutcheon was. You're right. Yeah, that was, that was good. Well, he does and, not follow baseball like he used to. Yeah, can't blame him. He's enjoying his life in Florida. But in the NBA, I mean, he knows who like Boban is, and who are some. He knows who like uh, Udonis Haslam is, and Bismack Biombo. He knows all these guys. But he doesn't know Andrew McCutcheon, you're right. Speaking of that, hey, we got Bucks free agency coming up. Are we going to talk about that? We are. We're getting to it. Okay. Well, that that's going to be good to hear. I mean, I don't know what's out there. We got any irons in the fire with the Bucks? I mean, we'll we'll talk sports. some Bucks. I just I'm trying to stretch out Brewers as long as possible. All right. So hey, I didn't know Jonathan Davis. I thought he was the lead singer of Corn, but. This is pretty cool that the, the Brewers are putting some wins. Oh, yeah. Can you believe that scene from the late 90s, early 2000s, Bart? That, that kind of, like, goofy rock scene of, like, rap. I don't know what the heck that was. Oh, or, that corn know, music video with the bullet, it, like, changed the way that music was made. Yeah. Yeah, that was, it, that was always on the uh, MTV show after school. What was that thing called? Oh, you know, Tony. Carson Daly Show. TRL. There you go, TRL, that's it. Yeah, Total Request Total, Live. Yep. Yep. Uh, Timmy Shea's a big fan of that show, it sounds like. I was a big fan. I watched it every day. I did. I came home and I watched it every day. You might get a Britney Spears video, then you go to Corn, maybe Limp Bizkit, Eminem. Yeah, good times. I also but, hey, was a guy, I watched I watched all of Spring Break. 
Oh my God! When they would go, Bart. When they would, when they would go on site to like Panama City. Yeah. I would go to I would go to Padre Island in Texas, and when they were there, I was so excited. I would yeah, spend crazy. my spring break inside watching spring break. And you just wanted to be there. I just wanted to be grown up and be there and warm weather. I never I never took a spring break like that. Some of my friends went to Panama City Beach and they talk about it all the time. Oh, you missed out. Yeah, spring break was great. Yeah. So, well, you know, spring training leads to the Major League Baseball season. And, I, you know, our Brewers are progressing nicely. Got some big wins. That's not an easy place to play. The, the, the Rays, I, I don't know the record, but I know they typically beat teams from the uh, National League there. So those are big wins, and, and I like what they got going on. So I'll be in town this week watching our Brewers play. Got some tickets against the Cubs. So I'm looking forward to a, a fun week of Brewer baseball coming up. I'm excited about the Brewers now again. I guess I'm kind of uh, up and down with these guys. I, I get up, I get down, you know, now I'm back up. Well, maybe it's, you know, that guy that uh, I saw at the bar that, like, cares about the team but doesn't know much about the team. Maybe that's the healthy way to watch baseball because they play 162 games. But when we follow them like we do, if you're here now, I mean, you follow them pretty intently. And there are going to be ups and downs. And right now, you know, right now is an up. They're, they're playing well. When they lose eight in a row – like you can even say, oh, don't take every game, you know, don't, don't, don't let every game freak you out. But you lose eight in a row and you you play as bad as they were. It's you know, it gets a little frustrating. So yeah, yeah it's, it's nice a, that they're doing this. As emotional as you like to get, Bart, you do uh, keep pretty steady with the Brewers. I will say that you're, you're steady, Freddie, with the Brewers. And lastly, before I leave you, I got to ask you this: since you were talking about the baseball cards and the 4.0 uh, ERAs and such, what? And, and Timmy Shea, you can uh, chime in here. What's the new Mendoza line for baseball? Like, when do you get sent down? 150? Oh, uh, let's see. So, Kane was like 160 when they decided he needed okay. to go. So, maybe 180? I think one. I still think it's 200, 200 right? It's got to be 200. One, 100 is bad. Even if you're batting. Real well, 100. Bad. But even if you're batting like 190. No, I'm saying the 100s are bad. No matter what, oh, sure. 190, bad. But if you're betting 190 bad. and you're on base is like 360, See? you're going to get justified. But you can't be up there. You can't be up there getting a hit one out of every 10 times. Well, remember, you batting bet, average you... is not. Yeah. Well, you might, might as well have Woodruff hit then or someone like that. Oh, I know. What What is the new Mendoza? I still think it's 200. Remember, we're not measuring a player by his batting average. Is there a Mendoza line for uh, – <laughs> On base percentage? There should be. Here, I got, uh, I'm looking up an article. Call it the Winkler line. I'm looking up a new, I'm looking up an article. I'm just Googling what's the new Mendoza line. (laughs) And seeing if anybody's written about it. Uh, There is a Yankees website that did a blog on it. They established it at 170, Tony. Wow. Yeah. And where was Kane? 160. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. 170. Sense. All right, guys. NBA free agency coming up. I'm excited, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day, Bart. All right, Tony. See you, buddy. All right, buddy. Tony, Texas. 170 is so bad. Well, 200 is terrible. I'm sorry. It's terrible. But it's harder than ever to get a hit, you know. Remember we were all pumped about small ball the other day? Yeah. Four home runs.
That's how the Brewers scored. Every run was a home run. Every Major League Baseball hitter should at least bat 225. Dude, I don't know. The, the pitching these days, and I don't know how you change it. Like, I don't want to move the mound back. Flatten it? Isn't that part of the issue? Or eh, Maybe. I, I, just, I don't think you want to move it back. You move it back. Yeah, no. But these guys are throwing. I mean, when a guy throws 100, do you even, like, pop your eyes anymore no like the hundred the new hundred is like 105 yeah everybody, everybody throws 100 414-799-1250 talking brewers rays we're back in two minutes franco little bleeder shallow right long run urias diving catch yes he held on to it what a play by luis urias my goodness well, what a play by urias incredible it was an incredible catch. If it would have been a catch, that was not a catch. But they uh, did not challenge it. Why is Luis Arias, why is his name Wico? Why is that his Weech- nickname? Weecho? Weecho? I have no idea. I just wish I knew. It's like I, I don't know the story behind his nickname. Oh Well, now it's everyone's calling him that now. If someone does, give us a call. If someone knows the the story, it's gotta be online. I'll look it up. Yeah, you look that up. Well, because Sophia referred to him as that, and then Craig even did it in that little presser we played. I mean, I know it's his nickname. I just I don't like when things happen and I don't know the origin of them. It's, it's frustrating. That's why there is the internet. You got anything yet? Uh, sh- it it says nickname is Weicho W I. C H O. So I feel like I've looked it up before and I didn't. You know, it's just like when the Brewers are like, hey, uh, claws up. And we're like, why? And they're like, who cares? Just do it. No. Dave is in Cutter. Hey, Dave. Hey, hello, gentlemen. I have the answer for you. It's just a nickname that his mom gave him. Oh. Yeah, nothing nothing special. It doesn't translate to anything at all, but it's yeah. just, it says right here, nickname for Luis. That's it. Well, I feel like they should, every time that they say that, they should say, comma, the nickname his mom gave him. Just like in parentheses? Well, so that I, you know, so that, like, when we talk here, I I can't ever assume that everybody knows what we're talking about. So when Tony called earlier and said, hey, when your dad said this, I have to say, my dad, yeah, he was at the game. He joined us uh, yesterday. I was at to remind people or catch people up that, that didn't know. Oh, like Tim Can- Tim's Canadian, right? Like Tim Shea's Canadian. He was born in Canada on a vacation one month early. There it is. There it is. Uh, well, I don't know about you gentlemen. I, I'm still tempering my uh, my positivity towards this team because, yeah, we're winning now, but I'm I'm – still just so nervous about any type of postseason play from the Brewers because I, I just don't know how they continue it and be legitimate threats at this point. And I, that's not very much like me. You know, I'm all about the power of positivity, but yeah, this is not a normal me. Dave call. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's uh maybe it's just been my busy work attitude and just kind of bogged me down on, on the Brewers, but I, I'm I'm still cautious uh, about you know cheering and getting all rah rah for this brew crew. 
I think one thing I've noticed is that when they were losing as much as they were, panic was really setting in because I think the expectation is, well, they're at least going to make the playoffs. Like, no matter what happens, we're assuming they make the playoffs. And we're all like, okay, that's exciting. But then there's not the adverse amount of optimism and celebration when they are playing as well as they are because we don't think they're going to go that far in the playoffs. Maybe, maybe, and uh, you know, I, maybe it's also because, like, I look at some of the teams that they've been beating. Like, don't get me wrong, they are good teams, but are they great teams? You know, and that's an, an entirely different, you know, conversation at that. They're not beating up the Dodgers. They're not beating up Yankees yet. You know, it's the Rays, the Blue Jays, and the Cardinals who are, you know, above average. Well, so now we were beating bad teams, but now we're only beating good teams. Now we got to be great teams. Look, I'm telling you right now, that's what you need to do in the playoffs. You need to be able to beat these great teams and put up an actual competition against them. And I, I, I don't know. Like, isn't the bar always been the Dodgers for us? Yeah, but I, I, I kind of think where you might be coming from is you've just – you've seen this team – like, the team keeps making the playoffs, but you've seen them make the playoffs, and then you see them fall to these great teams because they just don't have the same amount of – uh, weapons or or horses they don't have this they can't their lineup can't match these other teams the pitching can but the lineup can't and i think that's ultimately where we think we're going to fall that's fair it's not the packers who just let us down constantly yeah not those scrubs what are those well, scrubs back in Green Bay? I, i'm still going to be cheering them on don't get me wrong i just oh, yeah. I bought my my city connect stuff because i enjoy the the uh at least the hat but uh, so I'll still be cheering on these Brewers no matter what. But uh, again, I, I'm still going to temper my my super duper hype, and you know, hopefully we can kind of see some more evidence of actual sustained postseason success later on. Yeah, we'll see, Dave. We'll see, buddy. All right, sounds good. At, at least I don't have to read any more articles about Derrick Rose for the Bucks. Have a good one. See you, Dave. Dave. Cut a hey here on a Thursday. I'm wearing my new City Connect shirt today. I like it. I like it a lot. I bought one. So I like I it more it. than I like it my hat. Well, my shirt is like the logo that's on the hat, the MKE. And so it's. A, I think the logo looks better bigger. Yeah. Because you can more clearly see the 414. It's still, if you don't know that the 414 is there, it looks weird. But I, I do like, I, I mean, they found a way to put 414 inside of MKE. And I think that's, you know, it's creative. That's clever. I always appreciate when these, like, these athletes come out with these, their own, like, merchandise. And it's like, do you really need to do that? But when you can do your letters into a cool logo and then your number as well, it's like, well, why won't you? BW? I can't really make a cool logo out of BW. Yeah. So I don't. I, I wouldn't have been able to do that. But I like this MKE. The shirt I bought is an extra large, as that is what I'm wearing. And it's like a dry fit, so it's really nice. I am worried that it's going to shrink upon washing. Normally, I get a shirt, I wash it first. Just don't dry it. Washing's fine. Right, so I'm going to have to hang it up. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. because it's already tight at the neck. It's not me. It's the shirt. I think it's still wearable. I, you know, I'm a big, big, 
bigger man these days. But it's still wearable. It's just I don't want to have bought this $35 shirt for Tim Shea's eyes only. You know what I mean? Because I do. I like I like the color blue. It's like a faded blue. And it's a good day to wear it today. It's going to be a little warm. Oh, we're getting into the 90s. Yes. And I... I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. If you have a birthday today, tweet us. You might get a response back. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. What What are you talking about? That's if it's, you know, just tweet us. This like, is someone's birthday? Anyone. Anything. You can tweet us anything. We'll tweet back. Oh. Okay. That just seemed out of place. It's very random. Where you said it. Sorry. Are you trying to flirt with someone? No. No. Who are you talking to? No one. Whose birthday is today? I don't know, actually. You know whose birthday was yesterday? Kawhi Leonard. Is he a free agent? No. We will talk about some guys that are free agents, including now Bobby Portis. Opting out of that player option. He'll sign back. I think we all assume that. <laughs> Unless a team swoops in here. We'll talk some bucks. Free agency officially starts today. Even though every team right now is just like, whatever, let's just do it now. Really cool. Really cool stuff, NBA. Let everybody do what they want and then only punish the bucks. Twice. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I'm Bart. That's Tim here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 